0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode fifty-one of Walk On Radio, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hump, we had our bye week. We went one and zero, of course, in a get
0: better week. But how are you feeling, Dawn, It's still it's still pretty cool. The uh, the little believe spiel that you do to open up the episode that's pretty neat, but. Dalton bye week, uh, it was good. Obviously, you and I have talked about bye weeks are fun, not only because it's a get better week, but we get to sit back and relax, watch some football. Uh, I know that uh, I went home this weekend, it was good. I uh, got to watch Sulphur Springs play. Uh, that didn't go great, but it was nice to be back, see my old coaches. Uh, and, and just kind of relax.
1: Well, let's get rolling into this episode. Like I said, we had a bye week. We went 1-0 in a get-better week, so we have nothing to talk about Sam Houston for last week, but we have something to talk about this week. We have a huge game this Saturday against Central Arkansas, UCA, in Arkansas, in the purple and gray field. So, Hump, talk to me about this game. Their offense looks really good. Their defense is good. They have a few All-Americans here and there. And uh, we've talked about it before, but they definitely feel like – that if they play in the spring, they might have a national championship ring like we do. So, Hump, give me a preview for this game, and uh, how big is this in the FCS world?
0: Well, Dalton, it's big. Uh, I would say that it, it makes a case for the biggest game of the week uh, in the FCS realm. Um, you know, this is a common opponent. We've played Central Arkansas before. We know who they are. They know who we are. Uh, but it's a big one. You know, they didn't start the season uh, like they wanted to. You know, they were ranked pretty pretty high, and now they're sitting at 25 after starting out one and two, um, and and I think I think they have a chip on their shoulder, and I think we have a chip on our shoulder. You know they they want to beat us. Obviously, we just won the national championship. They didn't play in the spring. Uh, do you think you think maybe they feel a little like they might have made the wrong decision playing a full game in the fall and not competing for a championship in the spring, seeing that someone that they play against won the national championship. And we've talked about this before, and that, and that is the issue with Central Arkansas, is they were
1: upset that they played the fall games. Now, we've talked about money games and how important they are for some schools, and I don't know what their situation is at their university, if they really need the money, if not, but this is what I know. They played a North Dakota State team with Trey Lance, who's now in the 49ers, and they competed. So that kind of gives them the argument, well, if we played in the spring, we have a shot and I guess you never know, you know, just like the Marvel episode coming out, what if, big what if, I don't know, I can't say. But here's their chance to prove it. They get to play the national champions and show everybody what they're about. So it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, it's at Arkansas, and we talked about the field. Uh, I know the last time we played them, they had some really rough turf. It was uh, it was not fun for us. But new turf on the field. It's still purple and gray. So it's going to be fun. Let me ask you this, because we've seen Boise State. We've seen the blue field. I know uh, Eastern Washington has a red field. What kind of advantage does this give their home team having a gray and purple
0: field? I think just the simple fact that you and I are sitting here talking about it. Uh it's it's one more thing to talk about that is not really that important to the game itself. It's like Iowa, uh, and I actually didn't know this until a couple of years ago. So Iowa, their away locker room is hot pink. Yeah. The whole thing's hot pink. The the, the bathroom, the locker rooms, uh which is pretty funny, but but really all it is, it's just kind of a psychological thing. I mean, it's like, hey, uh, you know, we're playing in this purple and gray field this week, blah, blah, blah. Well, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if we're playing in a pasture. Uh, but it is what it is. It's pretty cool. It's a little hard on the eyes. I know when we're watching uh, film, it's a little kind of – people get lost in the purple, especially when they're wearing purple uniforms, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: pretty cool. it's really cool. Going to be a great game. Uh, hopefully we have exciting news next week. Of course – this would be a pick 'em game. This probably would be the game of the week. Two points, but can't pick our own games. Of course, we we're both going with Sam. Houston. Always rocking
0: with the Bearcats.
1: Now you know we saw it, and I know people have seen it before, but we have a little decal change. We're not going to say anything now. Yeah, we
0: want people to see it. We have but, another. Uh, we have another. Is this a? Would you call this a second alternate helmet or? I, guess. I don't know. I don't know what you call, it, but it is definitely different this week. Yeah, so, so stay tuned for that.
1: A little different.
0: Uh, we'll let you see
1: it when it comes, and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. Do you like, uh, it?
0: Kinda like it? I kind of like it. I I think I, change. Is always good J- just to try something. It's like I don't know that Oregon always wears a great looking uniform, but it's different every week and it gets the fans talking about it.
1: Now I'm a superstition guy, and I know Coach Keeler is, and we talked about it when we first got the the Sammy helmets. If something bad happens, we may <laughs> never see this combo We'd again. Squash it forever. But we were talking about how you know we like some things a different way when we saw the Sammy helmet, and we got that this week, so it's going to be interesting. I hope it, y'all like it. It's really exciting and uh, it's going to be cool. Big game, a uh, big game feeling. Next up, we got to talk a little high school, a little high school football. We, we bring it up all the time, but this isn't Alvin. This isn't Sulphur Springs. This is Bishop Gorman and Hamilton, Las Vegas and Arizona. They had themselves a, a, an ESPN matchup, a ranked matchup, and uh, the whole game, I watched this game because there was nothing on. I threw it on there just to watch it. And uh, Bishop Gorman was up for the entire game, but something happened. And Bishop and
0: Gorman, the, the Bishop Gorman you've heard of, Las Vegas. Paid you you've You've <laughs> you You've heard about him for years. They're, they're one of the powerhouses in America, uh, that Bishop Gorman, yes. Yeah, so Hump, why don't you tell the
1: people, uh, I assume they know because it was all over ESPN, but... What went down the final one to two minutes of the game?
0: So I'm actually, I'm just going to read this uh, from this article so that I don't butcher the craziness that happens in the last minute and ten seconds of this game. So Hamilton High School, uh, the Huskies, they're trailing 24-7 to 7 with a minute ten to play, okay? They kick a 46-yard field goal to uh, cut the deficit to two possessions, which that's a little underrated. A 46-yard field goal in high school, That's I mean, that's big time. But, okay, field goal, two possessions, here we go. They kick an onside kick. Of course, they get it. All right. They go down, score a touchdown, kick the extra point. Okay. They onside kick again, recover that one. And with 14 seconds left, Bishop Gorman gives up another touchdown. Oh. So, what does Hamilton High School do naturally? They go for two. They go for two. Of course, they get the two point conversion. And Hamilton High School pulls off one of the craziest comebacks in the history of. Anything I've ever heard. I, I saw it the next morning. I think my dad sent it to me on Twitter. Amazing. What a comeback. See, I'm excited for Hamilton, but, man, Bishop Gorman,
1: the defense, the defensive coordinator, they are. They're hurting. That, that's a rough ending to a game, especially being up the entire game and dropping in the last minute with all that. And I, know that, I don't know if high schools have special team coordinators. I know they kind of have a coach that just runs special teams. But you miss two onsides in a row. Uh, they you 're going to have a rough morning Monday practice I mean
0: Dalton, you think about our comeback versus j m u and and how their coaching staff and players felt, and that happened in the third quarter this happened with this happened with seventy seconds left yeah. i mean golly.
1: and and we experienced when we played North Dakota State, we had a lot of special team mishaps, and yep. we experienced that meeting with uh coach McGraw. And that was rough. So
0: I couldn't imagine what they're talking about. What what even <laughs> as a head coach, what do you say to Bishop Gorman? There's not much to say. That this is one that you might go to film the next day, and when it gets to this point in the game, you just you just click over yeah. it. Because there's not much to say.
1: Because there's a lot of good in this game for Bishop Gorman. They were up uh, 20, the entire game. 24 to 7 with a minute to play. And then you just kind of cut it from there and say, Okay, and the rest of the day's off, you're Ooh. good. But uh crazy news, we love watching football and that and that's it's been a crazy year of football. I know I tweeted it earlier. This year, whether it's college, the NFL, and now high school, has been chaos, and uh, it just makes everything so much better. Speaking of chaos, speaking of, of teams that we're following, Hump, we have a Division Two team that we are now we're putting into Walk on Radio Zoo, not even just my zoo. We basically
0: sponsor Midwestern State at this point. So give me a little update. What happened? And did we get a win or did we get a loss? So we, we talked about our, our Stang Gang uh, having a big one this week. They just they just are coming off beating the number seven Division two program in the country, Texas A and M Commerce. Uh, this week they played number seventeen Angelo State. It was at Angelo State. So big game. Stang Gang won, man. Stan Gang gets the win, 35-17. I believe that the Midwestern State Mustangs are now seventeenth in the country, Division two. That's incredible! Shout out our boy Austin Davis. We're following you. We are definitely. I mean, we're 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 staying gang at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, we need we need t shirts. We need we need
1: hats. We need everything. We need to give them a walk on radio hat just so they know that we're here. But what a what a crazy first two game or first you know skip games in the schedule because they already had one game ahead. But these next two with number seven, number seventeen, that was crazy. So hopefully they keep it up. We uh, I have a really good high hopes for them. But I see they play Tarleton. They play Tarleton, yeah. That's that might be a tough one. Yeah, the Tarleton's in FCS school. Yep. But uh if they can get the win there, I mean that's good for us, for Sam Houston, and good for them. Right. You know, we're working together now. Right. But uh good for them. We'll keep up with the Stan gang, part of the zoo. We love to see it. Next up, we have some rankings to talk about. A lot of crazy things have happened, but this week was kind of normal. We did have a big game in FCS with James Madison getting the win over Weber State, so a hump. Did that
0: change? Did James Madison bump up at all? Is everything still the same? And uh, what are you feeling? So top five, no difference. Uh, Number one, Sam Houston. Number two, South Dakota State, followed by James Madison, Montana, and North Dakota State.
1: Now, we had the discussion, me and you, just talking about rankings in general, and I felt that maybe James Madison should have bumped up for the win. You said no, just because South Dakota had a bye week. So talk to me about it. What do you? What are your overall thoughts about it? And what do you think the voters are thinking?
0: I think I think that you know you can't punish South Dakota State for being on a bye. And yes, James Madison flies across the country, huge win at Weber, but not so fast. Okay, I personally believe that Weber looked very non-impressive. I, I watched the whole game. Uh, they played with their backup quarterback, just really couldn't get anything going. And, and I'm not saying that's not because James Madison wasn't allowing them to, because you always ask me the question, good James Madison game or bad Weber game? I think both for sure. I think James Madison played clean. James Madison, you know, really, really just beat him in all facets of the game. But Weber eh, didn't put that much up of a fight. They've got a big one this week. I can't wait to say who I'm picking in that one.
1: Oh, yeah, big yeah. pick on um, uh, a team that we've talked about a lot in the spring and they're coming back around. And uh, I've seen a lot of polls on Twitter, FCS polls, and people still have Sam Houston third or fourth, even second. Crazy. I'm looking here at, at the stats. Montana's still getting two votes. Jane Madison has nine first-place votes. South Dakota State only has eight, which is kind of weird. And then, of course, Sam Houston with 31. But w- what's going on? Why do you think that Sam Houston is still being ranked third and fourth is it because of the fbs wins or just what the teams were and how and who they are what's going
0: on i think first off it's like consistently what we've said there's a lot of good teams in the fcs there's there's 10 to 15 teams that can make a run this year i truly believe that the national title is between five teams and it's the five teams that we're looking at right here uh so you know, it's kind of a it's kind of an opinion type deal. You know, you've got your preference. You've got your you've got your Sam Houston diehard believers. You know, they just won the national championship. You've got your North Dakota State is back believers. You've got your Montana would have won the national championship in the spring believers. Shout out cat fans. If you don't mention Montana, it does not count as a walk on radio episode. Uh, South Dakota State, of course, they're coming off of a. Just a heartbreaking national championship loss. They feel like they can get back. And then James Madison, you know, you've got people thinking that uh, Sam Houston beat them. It was a fluke. Shouldn't have ever came back from that. And, and any other day, James Madison would have beat them. So I kind of think that's how, you know, you're getting different first place votes here and there. Uh, but like I said, there, there's really, I think this is as deep as a as a rankings just top to bottom as we've seen in a long time
1: another school that has always been at the top and it kind of fell off last year is north dakota state they look. A lot of people are saying the Bison are back. They look even better than what they had before. So a lot of people have North Dakota State
0: one to two three. I need to see them play a real school first. Yeah, they played three really bad,
1: really bad teams. And that's the hard thing is just because these first couple of weeks, of course, FCS are playing some F- or FBS schools, but in the FBS world, they're playing all these low ranked teams, and everyone says how good they look, and it's a little weird. But uh, you know, the schedule is this schedule, and we're kind of starting to finally get in the conference games, so starting to pick up. So next up, Hump, we have FBS, and I know – I don't think there's a lot of movement. Uh, the teams that were supposed to win got the win. Uh, Alabama is number one, and Georgia coming in number two. Anything changed? uh I know Oklahoma kind of had a – we're going to talk about the scores, but Oklahoma and Nebraska was a little weird. Did Oklahoma move at all, and what do you think about
0: FBS? So, yeah, Alabama number one. They get the win over Florida. It was a great game. I, I was really impressed with Florida, to be honest. I think I think Florida gave it as good of an effort as they were going to – I think truly that through three weeks in the season, this is Alabama's national championship to lose. No one looks as good as them. Uh, Georgia, you know, their defense is just incredible. They got three first place votes. Oregon jumps Oklahoma to uh, get to number three. Uh oh. You see me. You Uh see me. I'm the only person outside of the state of Oregon that believes in the Duckies. Oklahoma is at four. Honestly, at this point, Dalton, I think it's a matter of time before they lose. Uh, they're, They're dancing with the devil. Um, and, and they're going to lose eventually. I, I really, truly believe that. Iowa stays at five. Iowa, not Iowa State. Iowa, yes, Iowa, not Iowa State. Did I say Iowa State? No, mm-hmm. oh, okay. tight in fullback. Excuse U. me, Iowa, uh, the fighting TJ Hawkinson. Now the next one, Penn State at six. Yep, big, big jump. jump, big jump, 10 to six. What do we think? Is I, that listen, a little high? Listen, I want to first off say Auburn, I did pick against you last week. I, I Obviously, I made the right choice because Penn State got the win, but that was a really fun football game. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Penn State versus Auburn. If that one was at Auburn, it really could have went either way, but I think that being at Penn State, being at Happy Valley, I think that it was too much for the Tigers. Well, you know,
1: seeing the wideout, how good Incredible. did that feel? All these, you know, with the enter Sandman, man, and we've seen the wideout, A&M with their crazy fans. It's, it's the way just, football's meant to be. It's just been so nice to see. But Penn State jumping up to six. And uh, it, Texas A&M at seven, they still their schedule's been a little easy. They haven't. I'm pumped for this week. They have maybe. a good test. Which, oh yeah. If this was three weeks ago, this is an easy win. But all of a sudden, this team has come around, and then
0: we have Cincinnati at eight. Your Ooh, boys. I was a little nervous, but I was a little nervous. But let's not let's not say that Indiana is a basketball school just yet. I think Indiana is good. Their quarterback had a great game. My boy Penix, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. I don't think they are who they were in the fall. But Indiana is going to make some noise. Watch out, Ohio State. Watch out, Penn State. Watch out, Iowa. Indiana can play.
1: Now, 9 and 10, and this is crazy to say just because of who these programs are. Clemson at 9, Ohio State at 10. Hump, is it over for Clemson and Ohio State? I know we asked about Clemson, but now the Ohio State's, they're surviving. And I've asked this before, but we've seen more and more –
0: does is Michigan going to win this year against Ohio State? <laughs> well, before I answer the Clemson Ohio State question, I'm definitely not jumping on the Michigan bandwagon to beat Ohio State just yet. But Clemson, Georgia Tech, mm. what what was it, fourteen to eight? Uh. Georgia Tech, Georgia it came, Tech.
1: It came down to one play too. Great play by a linebacker, but DJ
0: Lagaleli. I I I don't even want to talk. That's about that. That's your Heisman. That. I, it's not my Heisman. <laughs> I, I renounce that. I won't pick. I denounce that. Excuse me. I won't pick anybody else. But what a terrible pick. I think Clemson, it's hard enough to say that Clemson isn't going to make the playoffs if they went out. You know, uh, an 11-1 Clemson probably is going to get in on name alone. But I don't know. I, <laughs> if you're playing like that against Georgia Tech at a lower ACC school, they're bound to lose. Uh, and Ohio State, I'm definitely off the bandwagon. They played I think they stretched out the score towards the end, but it was pretty close with Tulsa. Yeah. Like for most of the game. Tulsa, a team that just lost to UC Davis, uh, a solid FCS program, but not the best FCS program. Uh, and so, yeah, Ohio State, I, mm, I don't know. And even like Florida, Florida, the, their performance against Alabama impresses me more than anything I've seen from Clemson and anything I've seen from Ohio State.
1: Yeah. Another question I was about to go into that is Florida. Do- do you think they can still make it? They played really well. They struggled in the beginning against Alabama, but they came around and made it close. What do we think about Florida? Are they a contender?
0: Uh, yeah, I think they're a contender. Uh, you know, if they if they go and take down Georgia and then and then play Alabama again in the SEC Championship, obviously if they won that, they're in. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they can get in with two losses. If they lose that, uh, but if they if they run the table and then beat Alabama in the end, they're they're going to be in the playoffs.
1: And then the final team I want to touch on before we get into scores is Old Miss.
0: Do they have the best offense in the FBS right now? And is Matt Corral going to win the Heisman? I think he's certainly the leader in the clubhouse uh, through three weeks. I don't I don't know how you could say otherwise. The dude is is just making plays. Old Miss is three and zero. Uh, that's gotta be the first time in a long time. I don't know exactly, but I'm excited to watch them going forward, you know. Uh it it's gonna be fun seeing them against the other powers of the SEC, and that's that's gonna make or break a Heisman year, you know. Um the more big wins, the more ranked wins they have, the more success that Matt Corral has against them, better's his chances to win the Heisman. Yeah, that's
1: why I picked Derek King to win the Heisman. I thought he was gonna have his career game against Alabama and your pick against your pick of DJ Ungalele was bad, but I picked De'Aaron King to win the Heisman. So we're both kind of struggling. Which uh,
0: uh, is worse? Yeah,
1: and let's roll in the scores right now. Michigan State gets to win over Miami, thirty-eight to seventeen. Are we? Uh, is Miami done? Are they Oh, out? they're very
0: done. They're right.
1: incredibly done. So in the ACC, is it Clemson and North Carolina still? I did, I know North Carolina gets to win this week. But who's going to compete in the ACC?
0: I mean, Virginia Tech, they're still relevant. Uh, you know, obviously they they had a big loss against West Virginia this week, but they did beat North Carolina week one, so I feel like you you got to mention them. Well, next up we have Cincinnati, Indiana, like we talked about. Cincinnati gets
1: the win, 38 to win 38-24. to They struggled, fun but fun it was game. a really fun game. Both offenses were flying around. Cincinnati still has a chance. The dream is alive and well. Number five, Iowa, they get the win over Kent State. 30-7, good. Good for Iowa. You got to stick to it. You can't have those bad losses to these nobody schools. Kent State, are they even a basketball school? Maybe like a baseball or softball school. They got to be something. I don't know about Kent State. Number nine, Clemson. They get the win against Georgia Tech. We talked about it. Came to a last uh, play stop. Good for their defense, but man, that offense has to pick it up if they want to compete in the national level that they are. 23, Auburn against number six, Penn State. We watched that game. The wideout, it was a big game. Really fun. Really fun. Bo Nix, he, uh, he struggled a little bit, but he looked good at the end. Let me ask you this, Hom. Is Bo Nix an NFL quarterback?
0: No. You know no, so? uh, maybe a backup, uh, but I just I think he's too inconsistent. Uh, you know, he had a good game against Penn State, but next week I would not be surprised if he went out and laid an egg. And, that, and that, I think that's why Auburn is not. At the top because they have They've got Tank Bigsby they've got, they've got all these guys that are You know, SEC high caliber players But there's a reason that You know, they had not had really true success Since since Cam Newton And Tank Bigsby, wow What a massive running back Future NFL running back Another question about
1: Penn State I think their co- coach's name is James Franklin, right? Uh, yes is he? There's a lot of rumors. USC oh, comes USC, a calling. Yeah, he's kind of been little, little weird with his interviews. Like, we don't worry about it, but you never know. What do you think? Do you think he's going to stay with Penn State? Is USC is a great school to go be a coach for, despite their record, how they do? USC is a prominent school. Their logo, their brand is prominent. Their school, the location, is massive. location of course. What do you think? Does he stay at Penn State or does he does he jump ship?
0: Uh, he's not going to jump ship in the middle of the year, of course. Uh, but you know, after the year. Who knows? Um, I mean, I've heard, <laughs> you hear the Urban Meyer rumors. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, it, it, USC, I would say, is a top 10 job uh, in college football. I mean, like, USC and Texas are two schools that haven't really had all that much success in recent, you know, memory. But who would not want to coach at those? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I, I think that the pay, the location, the school, the recruiting capabilities, all those take care of themselves.
1: We'll keep an eye on that. I mean, talking about recruiting, something funny that I saw on Twitter, Lane Kiffen, he's following one person on Instagram, and that is Arch Manning, Arch who is, is, is a giant prospect, of course. <laughs>
0: That's uh, funny, though. Talking
1: about Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, we talked about it, 61-21 to against Tulane. My God, that offense is flying around. It's going to be really fun to watch them. They have a shot. They might surprise a lot of people. They might their defense might be terrible, but they're going to score enough points where it does not matter. So we'll keep an eye on Ole Miss. They are it might be a sleeper later in the year. BYU, Arizona State, late night game. BYU gets to win, and that was a really fun game too. Good game. BYU they they get the win. Uh, Arizona State, man, I was really excited for them in the preseason. Didn't really work out the way I wanted to. Herm Edwards, he's got he's he's building something there, but he's got a little bit to go. Fresno State. UCLA, and this is what I want to talk about. Fresno State has a quarterback yep. that uh, might be the next Zach Wilson, a, a young guy that no one's ever heard of. Did you hear the story of how this game ends? Uh, you, you go, you, you got it. So, uh, what's his name? Jake. Jake uh, Hayner. So Jake Hayner. I don't know if it was his ribs, if it was his kidneys, or something on his side. He gets hit hard. He can't even stand up. He he's crying on the on the side. He was struggling. He's a transfer. He comes in from Washington, and so he hurts his side. I think he broke a couple ribs, or it was it may even been a lung thing. It was it's something serious. But he he gets up. He can't even stand. He's able to finish the game, and he throws the game winner to beat UCLA forty to thirty seven. And this guy's stats are crazy. He I think he's leading the FBS in uh, yards and percentage. This guy's a dude, and I've never heard of him before. But uh, Fresno State, they might not be competing for a national championship, but they got Hart. Now, I don't know if he's going to be out because, like I said, the injury looked bad, so he might not be playing for a couple of weeks. But what he started off with was crazy, and uh, hopefully Fresno State can keep it going. But UCLA, man.
0: That's such a UCLA thing to do.
1: And we were talking so high about USC, they UCLA. Ju-
0: UCLA just beat LSU. They yeah. both blew it. So blew it now
1: looks like it is a Ducks conference to to take over. Your take was, was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, – mm-hmm. You know, I hate to see you be right and mm-hmm. it for it to play out. Feels it, it, feels looking, it feels good. It feels good. It's looking right. It feels good. Next up we have Nebraska and Oklahoma. We talked about this as well. Spencer Rattler, he's kind of wishy washy. He he makes some really cool plays and then he struggles. And this is Nebraska we're talking about. This isn't no, you know, Nebraska coming back. This isn't Arkansas where they're this new team all of a sudden. Nebraska is Nebraska awesome. is not good. They are not good at all. But, you know, with this game. Maybe the best catch I've ever seen say, in my life. It's the best,
0: best interception catch. I've ever seen.
1: He uh he was flying in the air, th- makes the interception. Did you see Trey Young's video? Uh yes, I he did. He was right there, gets to witness it. Really cool. But uh, Oklahoma is really gonna have to step it up if they want to compete. Uh, that's not good enough, especially against the Nebraska team. A and M against New Mexico. Texas A and M gets the win, thirty four to zero. It was a little sluggish. It didn't look like the, what the score is. I'm a little worried about my take for them may- being the national championship. But uh, they have a good defense. They have a good running game. They just got to get that quarterback situation figured out, get him comfortable in the pocket, get him comfortable with his offensive line. I know they have a true freshman center playing right now. He's been struggling a little bit, but he's going to figure it out. I know my my fighting Texas Aggies, I feel good <laughs> about them. They're definitely better than Texas right now. <laughs> I'm not even a Longhorn mm. fan anymore after what they pulled. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: easy, easy.
1: Hey, I don't know if you saw, but on Twitter – a and M posted their 2022 schedule. Yeah, and right 20, up there
0: was Sam Houston. It's cool seeing that. Like the SEC Network posted a picture
1: of us. Like that's that's pretty it's exciting. Cool. And yeah. people in the comments are like, "And this is what I was talking about with Isaac Schlei, guest on the show, Team Tight End. If we win the national championship this year." And my dream comes true. They compete in the national championship. That
0: would be awesome.
1: Not only, it's going to be, our team is going to be completely different. We're losing a lot of people. So, you know, we can't say what our team's going to be yet. We don't know what we're, we're walking into. And I don't know what AM's going to be, but there's going to be a lot on the line. When North Dakota State and Oregon were going to play in the fall, that was a big game. This, so, this could potentially be a huge game, whether the score is going to be crazy or fear the FCS happens again. I'm excited for that game. We're going to talk about it later. We have a long time for that. we got to worry about this year, but it's exciting seeing the schedule coming out and Sammy the Bearcats out there chilling next to Kyle Field. Next up, we have Notre Dame versus Purdue. Notre Dame gets the win 27 to win 27-13. to Man, Notre Dame is just, I just, I don't want them competing again. I'm I, forever
0: off that bandwagon. They're going forever. to slowly
1: move up because they're going to win out, but golly. I just... They're not
0: going to win out because they play the fighting Cincinnati Bearcats in a couple of weeks. Uh-oh. That that, is it's that a pick'em? We automa- already? Oh, automatically that might be game of the week. Well, all of a sudden I'm a fighting Irish. That's fan. a that's a walk-on radio game of the year. I mean, really, that's Ryan versus Dalton. I mean, I, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame was your big pick. Cincinnati could potentially be my big pick. Would you? Okay, Oregon, I would say that. Okay, wait. I would say that Notre Dame last year over Clemson is the biggest pick in your walk-on radio life. Oregon over Ohio State this year is probably the biggest pick in my walk-on radio yeah. life.
1: Now let me ask you this, Hump. And, you know, you never know. Playoffs happen. Your dream, your double dream happens. Oregon versus
0: Cincinnati. Oh, man. Okay, well, if Cincinnati, if that happened, that means Cincinnati beat an okay, at least, Notre Dame team. But I really like what I see out of Oregon. I mean, CJ Verdell, that running back, is awesome. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, awesome. You're Uh, Ducks guy, but you're Bearcats with a C for life. They're my cousins. They're my cousins. I'm Bearcats with a K. They're Bearcats with a C. I'm. We're related. You can't I'd probably go ducks. I'd probably go oh. ducks. I'd probably go ducks. I know. What a I know. shame. I know. But I. I. I think. I think honestly, I hate to say this, but I think Cincinnati would just be happy to be there. Yeah. First. First uh, group of five school ever. Uh, but yeah, give me the ducks in your little hypothetical.
1: Well hopefully we get to that point and you get to struggle with that pick. Maybe <laughs> maybe you'll change your mind. We'll see. Next up we have number one Alabama, number eleven Florida. It was a good game. Fun game. Uh the quarterback that I was high on, fifteen, Richardson.
0: Didn't play. Hamstring injury, did not play. Henry Jones though is is awesome. I really like him. He's a little wishy washy for you me. Think so? Sometimes he goes out there and makes mistakes. Well.
1: well that first half, and of course
0: the Florida's defense was rough the first half, but they just weren't getting anything done. Now the, the two point conversion that that would have tied it up, essentially. I don't know if that was a bad call. I don't know if it was a bad read by Emory Jones. But it was not the play that I would have had uh, drawn up to tied up against Bama.
1: Yeah, I was talking with Eric Schmidt. He said uh – in his quarterback mind not the best idea. Also, speaking of Eric Schmidt, we're gonna talk about pick-ems later, but Clayton Barnes wanted me to ask this question. Is he a better quarterback or is he a better pick-em guy? Because he's pretty good at both apparently.
0: I think I think overall at this point, Eric Schmidt is just is just a football guy. Oh my God. Just a football guy. He is uh he's leading the pick-em overall he's been here tied, since the tied beginning. with tied with Coach Archer, one of Uh-oh. our one of our big fans. So I mean that's that's a rivalry brewing and, and coming in coming in behind them, walk on radio's finest, Ryan Humphreys. Are you are you in the top five or anything? I don't even think I'm top ten. Oh, I'm not third. I'm, I'm, excuse me. I don't want to take away from, uh, from my girlfriend. She's third somehow, Jill Whitney. Uh, I'm fourth, but I, I, I guaranteed a victory this year. I'm sticking by, and after this week, after some of the spicy picks that I'm making, uh, hopefully I'm at the top.
1: You know, I started really low on the bottom, but I've been consistently going way up. back. I went from 4 to 6 to 7, so I'm moving up in my picks uh, scores overall. I don't know where I'm ranking at. I'm definitely in the middle, probably like 14, 15. But I'm coming back. I need a good week. Uh, and a hump needs a bad week. So hopefully we're picking some different teams I here. have a
0: feeling that you and I are going to have a very different day. See, every time you say that, we end up making the same nah, picks. I think today is going to be different. I, I, threw out some, uh, I threw out some hot takes. Uh-oh. Well, I'm, I'm more
1: excited now. But final, the final FBS score is Ohio State over Tulsa, 41-20. to 20. score did not look like that throughout the game. They kind of racked it up at the end. Ohio State, they're okay. This Michigan game is looking better and better. I'm excited for that one. I might go Michigan if we pick it. And I assume we are. It's a big rivalry. And then we have FCS scores, of course. Fear the FCS is alive and well. We had two upsets: uh, UIW Incarnate Word beats Texas State, forty-two to thirty-four. Okay, that's
0: a bad loss for Texas State. It's Texas State. Babe. I know, but that, but, but think of the geography on that. You've got San Marcos and San Antonio. You've mm. got Texas State is is a little brother of a lot of schools. Incarnate Word is probably the little brother of Texas State, and they walked into San Marcos. And beat them pretty convincingly. I know the score's close, but they threw it around on him. Cameron Ward, I mean, the dude the dude just chunks the rock. So bad loss for the Bobcats. Yeah,
1: our starting tackle, Reese Jordan, he's a transfer from Texas State. And, of course, we were making fun of him for it. He was uh, not happy like about that Like, how bad loss. would we
0: beat Texas State, apparently? Apparently. And we we dubbed we dubbed Incarnate Word last year. And I know they're good. That's no knock on their program, but... We've beaten up on them recently, and uh, talking about beating
1: a team and them going out and making a surprise—the next fear of the FCS uh, upset. Northern Arizona beats Arizona. <laughs> talking about little brother, Northern
0: Arizona comes into Arizona and wins twenty-one to six. We're basically a power five school. My like goodness, by by. I'm no math major, but but that screams that we are a power five school. Oh, and here's another here's another one. Missouri plays Southeastern Missouri this last week. They get the win. But they didn't beat him as bad as we did. So all I'm hearing, Dalton, is Sam Houston State is 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 a Power Five school, and also too, with Northern Arizona.
1: True freshman quarterback comes in, Incredible. and gets the win. Incredible. That's crazy. And I know for the Semo Missouri game, Semo had 300 yards of rushing on Missouri, and I don't think they had 300 yards on us.
0: I'm just I'm just saying. That's so, crazy. I know. Obviously, we're just kidding, but that that really is crazy. Do we want Bama? I think so. <laughs> I think, I think it's time. Cat, cat fans is going to is gonna tag us and, and Nick Saban if you know you're not careful.
1: I Dalton Meyer proclaims that we want <laughs> Alabama. This We are not a Sam Houston State podcast. We are a walk on radio <laughs> podcast. I want Alabama. I don't know about anybody else. I feel
0: like we sponsor Sam Houston State football, don't we? I mean, we have to. I, I feel like at this point we are an official sponsor of, of Sam Houston State football.
1: I mean, if they want to sponsor us. I don't even know if that's allowed. I don't think they can.
0: I think we have to sponsor them.
1: <laughs> and more FCS
0: scores. Uh, we talked
1: James Madison, Weber State. James Madison gets to win. Thirty-seven to twenty-four, kind of solidified James Madison as a top program. Nothing against Weaver State; they're playing a tough opponent. Uh, they're going to bounce back. They have a great game this week in our pick 'em: uh, Eastern Washington and Western Illinois in a
0: high-scoring matchup. Did, did you hear about this one? So, I did not. so sixty-two to fifty-six. So Eastern Washington gets the win. All-American Eric Barry has the greatest first half I've ever seen. Like five hundred and seventy yards and five touchdowns. Oh something, something goofy. Uh, they take all their starters out in, in the second half. Really? Like in the beginning of the second half? Yes. Wow. And the Leathernecks of Western Illinois, and I'm watching. FCS name. Oh, mega FCS name. <laughs> come all the way back, and they're within one score. And it, this is like a this is like a 120-point 100 ball game. I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, at this point, if you're
1: the head coach of Eastern Washington, do you eat it and let the backups finish the game, or do you,
0: you know, regret no, your decision no. and hurry up and get back in there? No, and- Berrier had to come back in yeah. to put the game away. Ugh. I mean, this – and, and Western Illinois, I know they're a Missouri Valley team, but they're not a good Missouri Valley team. This, I don't know. I think this speaks a lot on who Eastern Washington is. This unbelievable, can score 100 points any game offense, but we're giving up almost 60 points to Western Illinois. I mean, that's that's a bad look. It's a
1: bad look. They get the win regardless. Uh, don't put your backups in the beginning of the second half. And then the final FCS score, Villanova gets the win over Richmond. This is a good matchup. Richmond is a really good FCS program. Villanova gets to win, bumps up in the rankings. I'm excited for Villanova. I've heard a lot
0: about Villanova. We don't get to watch them because they, uh, they're on Flow Sports, which is stupid. Why uh, aren't you on ESPN Plus? <laughs> CAA, we want to watch you. Uh, but, yeah, I've heard a lot about Villanova. Think uh, – I think they're, think they're ready for a playoff run. So next
1: up we have is our fantasy corner. Mm, um, mm. Let me hear it. Any any good players, bad players, and let's talk about your league, Walk on ready League. I'll go first in fantasy football. Team tight end took a loss. Uh, we were up, and then all my opponent needed was eight points from Devontae Adams. He said, that's no problem, and uh, he had a 40-yard reception that ended that quickly for us. <laughs> so we're and one We have to make some adjustments. I have some anger at the New Orleans Saints. And it involves fantasy, but I'll wait till we get to the scores because Alvin Kamara, I don't, I'm not going to bench him because he's Alvin Kamara, but I should for what
0: they did to him. But Hump, it's your corner, not mine. Go off, Dalton. I'm 0 two in the walk on radio. Oh Face no, ability. you I lost. lost this last week. Terrible week. I keep, I keep playing against these just breakout dudes. Like I think <laughs> I played against Derrick Henry this week, who had forty something points, uh, unbelievable, but. You know, it's just I don't know. I don't love my team in this league, to tell you the truth. I tried some new stuff during the draft, but you know, waivers win Super Bowls, and I'm gonna make this work. I'm coming back. I'm gonna make the playoffs. You guys are one and one. I'm 0 two. Um, shout out to to everyone in the Walk On Radio Fantasy Football League. It's been fun. Uh, as far as my personal league goes, Dalton, another loss. It was just oh! a, it was just a bad week in fantasy for Ryan Humphries. Would you rather um, be
1: Would you rather be first place and pick them or or Fantasy football champion because you're doing you're doing well and pick but you're struggling I hope that in fantasy. I hope
0: that that's not you know a correlation from last year that I'm going to reverse because Uh-oh. I'm a fantasy football guy. I care much more about that. Uh, but I'll make it work. Uh, get the loss in my personal league one and one. I feel good about my team. Christian McCaffrey's great. He's been great every week. Uh, Got to get Jonathan Taylor rolling though. He's a little slow at the moment, but I have faith in my son, uh, Josh Allen. Kind of an off week. Uh, but as far as big players in fantasy this week, Derek Carr is just lighting it up for the Las Vegas Raiders. They are 2-0, Dalton. Hey, we incredible! Have been, we
1: have been high on Las Vegas since last year. Another great take by Walk on Radio. Yeah, Sam
0: Darnold, big week. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, are we on? Are we Darnold mania at this <laughs> point? Whoa, whoa, are we? I okay, I, Okay, I, I said that I was going to give him a second chance because he was clouded by the New York Jets. Which Zach Wilson? Oh my anyways, goodness. Aaron Jones four touchdowns. That was good to see as a Packers fan. Kyler Murray NFL MVP thus far, uh, fantasy MVP this far. So, and I, of course, I played against him this week. So, just it's been tough. Lamar Jackson crazy uh, night running the ball just to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, okay. we're gonna talk about that game, but it's the first time he's ever beat him. Uh, what other fantasy stuff are we looking at? Nick Chubb has a touchdown. Cooper Cup is apparently the best receiver in the NFL. 163 yards, two touchdowns this week. Unbelievable. Uh, Corlin Sutton, 160-yard game. Travis Kelsey, 109 and a touch. Tied in. I mean, it doesn't get better than Gronk that. Gronk had himself two touchdowns in a game. Not a lot of yards, but score. Gronk is back, apparently. He'd uh, love to see it. He called himself on the on the Monday night uh, broadcast was it DJ Red Zone something something <laughs> I don't know all I was. know from the Monday night is that Gronk said he doesn't watch film
1: he just asked Brady who is guarding me and I'm just gonna run past him I love it that's that's the, that's the, f- the goat
0: right there that's the fantasy corner Dalton hopefully <laughs> hopefully next week is better for Ryan Humphreys. hopefully team tight end gets the week, or gets the win next week uh but fantasy you know hey it giveth and it taketh. So, yeah. so you never know.
1: Talking about players that were bad in fantasy, I got two names for you: Zach Wilson, four interceptions. We're not even covering the Jets games. I'm tired of the Jets. I'm tired of Zach Wilson and Alvin Kamara. Mm. And I'm gonna just go with this score first. I know we talk about Dallas and Green Bay first, but I'm just gonna get this out of the way. The Carolina Panthers get to win twenty-six to seven. And remember, remember week one when everyone was saying Jameis Winston is the goat. Saints are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, not only did Jameis Winston play terrible, Alvin Kamara. Had five yards total. (laughs) How do you have? How are you an elite, top running back in the league? You know, I know Zeke does this as well, but five yards. Okay, that was a low. (laughs) That was a low blow. There was no need for that. Five yards. I got one point out of him on fantasy. That's embarrassing. That's pain. And that's like, your
0: that's your boy. And like, what are you supposed to do? Not play him? You you spent your first pick on? I him. might. I might put you Mark won't. Ingram. You won't. And in instead of Marty Alvin Ingram. Kamara. is this twenty seventeen? Just to spite him for the five yards he gave me, I know, could have easily know, won. You know, he doesn't know, right? Like, he doesn't know that this is happening. He should. I I always tell myself like I'm coaching these players. Like I gotta I gotta hype them up during the week. You know. Well, he you know. has said before that. He w- at the- I know at the end of
1: the game, there was the time where he slid, did let the clock run out, and all the fantasy guys were mad at him. He said he was sorry. Then like the next game, when he scored all your—what uh, was the year? It was it the was last, last year. He scored six touchdowns. Yeah, and he was like, shout
0: out my fantasy guys. So I'm talking to you, Kamara. Five yards? You know, Austin Eckler, speaking of guys that like fantasy football, Austin Eckler, he actually does a thing on Twitter. And this is Coach Merck's boy. He coached him. Mm-hmm. So big fan of that. Shout-out Coach Merck. He actually, if you have Austin Eckler uh, in your fantasy lineup, you can screenshot it. And if you win, you can tag him on Twitter, and he picks one winner a week to send a signed jersey to. That's How awesome is that? Why does Alvin Kamara do that with his five yards? Listen, and I think think that players sometimes get a negative connotation with fantasy football. Uh, I would use it as a marketing thing. Like... Hey, buy the crap out of my jersey yeah. because I'm on your fantasy team. It's you know? a great way to interact with fans. It's money in their pocket.
1: Yeah, but uh, Alvin Kamara disappointed me. Darnold Mania is alive and well. Now let's get on to our two teams. Of course, Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers. We both got good wins, and you had a big game against my boys, the Chargers. You get the win. Talk to me about the game. How'd you feel? And I have a serious question for you. Once you're done,
0: well, Dalton, uh, it was a weird game. Uh, and and listen. I'm all about getting better. I'm all about – I'm, I'm, I'm for the sake of the Bearcats, okay? I'm, I'm a Bearcat first. But it was hard practicing during that game, uh, not getting to watch the second half. I got to watch the first half. Uh, but but the level of anxiety that I had knowing that the game was ending, people are giving me score updates on the field. Obviously, everyone knows I'm Mr. Cowboy, so they're coming up to me telling me, oh, it's, you know, it's 17-14, it's, it's all this, it's all that. And then coming off the field – Seeing the 56 yard field goal from Greg the our line, seeing us take down the Chargers at their place, which which let me comment, basically was a home game for the Dallas Cowboys. If you go back and listen to how many Cowboys fans are in SoFi Stadium. But Dalton, it was it was refreshing. It was it was it was seven days of I don't have to listen to anyone's bullcrap about how the Cowboys are they suck, the Cowboys are losing, blah blah blah. And I just get to listen to all the silly stories people make up about how, oh, the Cowboys didn't win this game. The Chargers just lost this game. What does that even mean, Dalton? <laughs> what does that even mean? Cowboys are 1-1. One one. I feel great about it. Uh, they completely changed their game plan from the week before. You know, they threw it 56 times against the Buccaneers. This last game, they two-headed monster in the backfield. And before you say it, I know you're looking at me. You're going to say, ah, Tony Pollard, RB1, Dallas Cowboys. I don't hear it. Tony Pollard. He's allowed to be good. We're allowed to have multiple good players. Zeke's the guy. Tony Pollard is a change of pace. And they're the reason we won this football game. Oh, and not to mention, Michael Parsons? Michael Parsons, the linebacker? Michael Parsons, the defensive end? Rookie of the year, incoming. Let's just say that.
1: Well, you answered my question because I was going to ask, at what point do we make Tony Pollard the
0: running back we one? We don't. Zeke is good. But wouldn't he be better as your big third down back, your A.J. Dillon, to Aaron Jones? Be, why can't this be 2017 New Orleans Saints, Mark Ingram, and Alvin Kamara, Thunder, Lightning? I just think Lightning is looking a lot better than Thunder right now. I, 97 total yards of offense and a touchdown is looking pretty good to me for Ezekiel Elliott. That's true. That's true. It's just Tony Pollard looks he, young and hungry Listen. and ready to roll. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup don't care who the number one receiver is. They just care about production, okay? And, and whoever's producing that day, whoever's helping the Dallas Cowboys win, that's who I'm a fan of.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, Michael Gallup wants to be traded. Amari Cooper does for that. a lot of money. CeeDee Lamb has been quiet, but Jerry Jones is pushing him to be the number one guy. They gave him the number for a reason, so maybe, maybe that takes a little wrong. But whatever, you get the win one and one Green Bay Packers also get the win against the Lions. We struggled at the first— but we we calmed down, we threw around. Aaron Rodgers looked great. Aaron Jones, I didn't think he rushed for hundred yards, but
0: he had four touchdowns. We're fine. We're listen, fine. Listen. Our the def- first half, you were worried. Don't lie. I was worried. Down 17-14 to the Detroit Lions. I'll tell you right now, our defense is atrocious. It's bad.
1: It's very bad. It's bad. Our offense, I think we can survive, but our defense is looks awful. Our linebackers are not very good. Zadarius Smith is on IR, so he's gone. So we needed production from Rashawn Gary, and it just wasn't there. Preston Smith is supposed to be our guy. We paid him. wasn't there. Our O-line looked good, and that was our problem week one. So I'm excited about that. Aaron Rodgers was throwing around. Devontae Adams looked good. Big Bob Tanya got a touchdown. He's back to his normal self. It's just we can't survive with a bad defense. So I'm worried, but we're fine. Aaron Rodgers said it himself. We're fine. He, he was tired of everybody talking about him. He I'm good. just glad
0: that we can put the conspiracy to rest that he's – trying to sabotage the Green Bay Packers yeah. organization. He loves his program. He loves his team.
1: He's staying forever Easy. until he retires. Easy. Love Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay is one and one Dallas Cowboys one and one A lot of one and one teams. Yeah. A lot of one and one teams. A lot of a lot of 0-2 teams. And a lot of teams that look good. Let's roll some scores here. New York Giants against the Washington football team, 30-29. Oh, what, a, what a
0: heartbreaking loss fun to the Giants fan.
1: Taylor Heineke. Is he the starting quarterback yet? Or are Absolutely.
0: They gonna, Absolutely. Are you I, on the train now? Yes, I am. Um... And I wasn't before the season because I, I think that he 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 could benefit from being behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. But now that Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick has like a super serious injury, go ahead and go ahead and make Taylor Heineke the guy. Call him the guy. Give him give him that morale. Give him give him the locker room. You know, and and Washington they have a good enough defense to be able to compete in a bad NFC East. Uh, I don't know that, and I'm not even being biased here. I don't know that they've shown that they can go beat the Dallas Cowboys right this second. Uh, but with that defense, they're going to be able to compete.
1: Yeah, so definitely interesting. I know they asked him if he does he feel like quarterback one. He said, "I feel like I'm ready to go. It's my time. Let him have it." New York Giants—they look good too. Defense was a little rough. Daniel Jones did okay. Shaquan Saquon looked good.
0: Mm, he looked okay. He looked
1: okay, Lee okay. kind of looks he like he can't Zeke look right good now. if you don't touch the ball. That is true. That, that's you know who's their offense coordinator, Jason <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> Ew. Uh oh. <Uh-oh. laughs>
0: I, I spent too many years uh, too many years dealing with that. Next up, we have the 49ers against the Eagles, 17-11. to Kind of an
1: ugly score, but the 49ers are undefeated. They look decent right now. Their team, their offense is rolling. They have a big game against the Packers. I'm a little excited for that one. Uh, definitely going to be a good one. Eagles,
0: Cowboys, Monday Night Football. Uh-oh. I didn't put it in the pick 'em. I felt like a lot of people picked the Cowboys. But Coach Archer, you and I need to come up with some friendly bet. I'm definitely taking my boys on Monday Night Football, uh, but Jalen Hurts, he's, he's been playing well. Devontae Smith, he looks good out there. He's running around.
1: Next up, we have the Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Denver gets to win 23-13. Denver looks good.
0: The Dude, Teddy they, train is real. I'm telling you, I don't think Teddy is going to win a lot of games for him, but he's not going to lose any. He's, yeah. he's a facilitating guy, and if he lets he lets that defense work, he gets the ball to his playmakers, Corlin Sutton, Melvin Gordon javante williams my my next son uh but yeah denver looks good shout out coach rogers and isaac slide two broncos fans
1: i know we have around the team los angeles rams against the indianapolis colts 27 to 24 the rams get the win carson wentz sprained both of his ankles <laughs> that's terrible. that's the most carson wentz thing i've ever heard so jacob easton comes in that sucks because you know sam ellinger was going to be the guy He yep. hurts his knee i think or he had some sort of injury but jacob easton's in it looks like carson wentz is going to be out we don't know yet but the Rams look good. What's going on with the Colts? Are you worried? Well,
0: so I was going to say I have something to say about the Rams and about the Colts. But the Colts, tough first two games. Seattle, Los Angeles Rams. I mean, that's two That's two playoff caliber teams. I think the Colts are fine. Obviously, I think Carson Wentz puts them in the best position to be successful. But they're going to start playing some bad teams. You know, they've got two games against the Houston Texans, two games against the Jaguars. Uh, So it's going to be fun. Everyone everyone pump the brakes. Jonathan Taylor is about to get rolling. He's played two good defenses in a row. Uh, That's what I want to talk about, though. Los Angeles Rams defense. If that defense got Jared Goff to a Super Bowl, that defense definitely might get Matthew Stafford to a Super Bowl because Matthew Stafford is throwing that thing around. And, of course, I watched this game because I was watching Jonathan Taylor. Their defense is unbelievable. I mean, they're having to put three offensive linemen – to, to, to account for Aaron Donald, and that's freeing up all the other front seven, okay? And when Jalen Ramsey is covering a receiver, he's basically not in the game. He, he's basically non-existent. Uh, I would take, like, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs against Jalen Ramsey. Any other receiver, I'm not even throwing it that way that day. Well, they have a huge... Pick a matchup. Mega best Super. NFL game of the
1: week. It's going to be a huge test for the Rams and a huge test for their opponent. We're not going to say it yet. You'll you'll you probably know who it is though. Next up, we have Tennessee at Seattle. Tennessee gets to win in overtime. Derrick Henry went off. Seattle looks good. Don't worry about Seattle. It's a 33-30 win for Tennessee.
0: We were a little worried about old King Henry. We are no longer worried about King Henry. Tennessee's back. They're looking
1: good. Hopefully they can keep it rolling. Kansas City and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens finally get it. Talk about tough schedule. What a fun game to watch. Really fun game. But the Ravens had a tough schedule already. But they get the win. The Ravens look good. The Chiefs. They're the chief. Don't worry about them. Patrick Mahomes did his thing. Oh, they're
0: fine. Yeah, it was just a lucky win. They how played. about how about the call? How about the call on fourth and one on their side of the field? You gotta do it. Smart, dumb, ballsy. What do you
1: think? Definitely ballsy. And obviously, it's smart if it works. It's dumb if it doesn't work. It
0: ended up working out. But let me ask you this: Like no hindsight's twenty twenty, was it the right call? I, I would do it. I, I might as well. I don't know. want Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hands. It's like yeah. giving Tom Brady the, in week one with the Cowboys. Obviously, they had no choice, but it was kind of ine- inevitable.
1: And you have Lamar Jackson, who I know yeah. if things don't go right, he can do something, maybe make a juke or a spin and get out of there. So I have trust in my team. He asked Lamar Jackson, do you want to go for it? He said yes. So you know if he says it, give it to him, and they get the win. Good for them. I guess Raiders, they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get the win 26-17. to 17. Las Vegas – Looks really good.
0: Yeah, no, they, they look like uh really that whole AFC West is is loaded. I mean that's you're definitely gonna get some wild card spots out of that division. Uh and maybe it's the Raiders. And the and also the Steelers, they look good as well. Just kind of struggled with Big Ben. I just I don't I, I am I think my ship has sailed on Big Ben. Yeah, their defense is, is legit, but oh, yeah. Big Ben, his time is coming. Mm, it's his his clock is is probably up. Yeah. Next up we have
1: Houston and Cleveland. Cleveland gets to win, but man, was, let me tell you, this was scary. For Houston a half. with Terod Taylor yep. is a scary team, and nobody saw that coming. But
0: and Terod Taylor, the worst luck on the face uh, of the earth. He really hurts his hamstring bad. Yeah, apparently.
1: David Mills comes in. He did okay. He did what he had to do, but they couldn't beat Cleveland. Cleveland is on a roll. They did get the loss last year, but or last week. They look good. Uh, Baker got hurt, but he came back, did his thing. We don't know how serious his injury is, so he should be fine. Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills at Miami. Miami gets the loss 35-0. to Josh Allen looked okay. This was
0: a weird game. There were some special teams turnovers. Tua gets stretched off the field with a, uh, a rib injury, apparently. He's not playing this week. He's league. out for six weeks. Six weeks? Yep. yep. Oh, man. I would say, I mean, I don't want to say it, but that probably kisses Miami's playoff chances goodbye. Well...
1: There are rumors, and we've talked about this before. Oh yeah, there have been rumors mm. about Deshaun Watson going to Miami, and now that this has happened, Jacoby Brissett
0: is a starter for now. But a lot of people are saying that this could be real. So, okay, if they get him, could he immediately play, or is he on some exempt list? I don't know. I I, I don't think he is. I don't because I don't. I would say no because the
1: investigation isn't over yet, but. I don't know, man.
0: I'm telling you, dude. Deshaun in Miami is scary. Yes, if I, he can play, I, I'm telling you, dude. And I know it was a two injury. Obviously, it has nothing to do with his ability. But I've been saying, I've been saying that Justin Herbert will be the best quarterback of this class. Joe Burrow, come back off an ACL injury, not looking really that great. Tua, he uh, the best ability is availability. You know, you got to stay healthy. Even when he is healthy, he's not playing fantastic. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I'm not saying his time in Miami is up. But his clock is definitely ticking.
1: Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that. We, we always keep, keep an eye on Deshaun Rumors. And him going to Miami could be real. We don't know the details wow. of his investigation, his suspension, if he can play or not. So, of course, we'll get that news to you when it comes. Chicago, they beat Cincinnati 20-17. to 17. Andy Dalton hurts his knee. He's gone. Justin Fields. They've officially name, announced him as starter, starter for the Browns. That's going to be a fun game. Justin Fields. Starting for the Bears is a scary team because he's doing his thing out there. I
0: hate it for Andy Dalton though because he's such a good guy, but the entire city of Chicago just <laughs> loves Justin Fields. Well, I mean, he's their winning chance,
1: and I, I don't think they ever really thought Andy Dalton was the answer. They're he's just such kind a of nice rating. guy though. Yeah, the Red Rocket. Ugh, he looks great with the beard. He's kind of growing the beard out, the ginger fade. I love it. It's your cousin. Everyone says I look like him. You look just like him. I'll take it. He's he done. Compliment. Finally, we have Arizona and Minnesota. Arizona looks great. I'm so happy for my boys. They get the win 34-33 to over Minnesota. Minnesota's a scary team as well. M- they-
0: Minnesota, I'm telling you, and we'll talk about this and pick them. Uh-oh. They're a really good 0-2 team. Yeah. They are a good 0-2 team. They they were a missed field goal away from beating Arizona here. Kyler Murray is playing literally out of this world. Uh, here's a fun fact, Dalton. Kyler Murray throws a touchdown to Rondell Moore. Purdue, stu- like... Stud from Purdue, Colin Murray throws a touchdown to Rondell Moore. It's the shortest combined height for a touchdown pass in the NFL since 1955.
1: Wow, five foot
0: ten to five foot seven. Ugh. fun fact. There Who's, you go.
1: Colin Murray is five foot seven, right? No,
0: five ten, and Rondell Moore is five He's seven. He's five seven. So Jeez. you're not sure Colin Murray is. So what do you think Rondell Jeez. Moore looks like? Now
1: you could probably run me over, so I shouldn't be saying nothing. like <laughs> right. Jeez. And uh, you said my Minnesota's a good team. In a very mid-tier division now, with Green Bay kind of struggling. The Lions are the Lions, and the Bears, we don't really know what they are. With I would take Minnesota field. over the Bears. It's a very mid-conference or division. It's definitely up for grabs right now with the struggling that Green Bay has had. It'll be interesting. But, finally, we got our scores. It's time for our pick and hump. This is a tough pick this week.
0: Uh, apparently, I'm hearing that this is by far the toughest pick we've had. I've had multiple people come up to me and tell me that, uh, that it's tough. But, Dalton, that's what we want. We don't, we don't care if you can pick Alabama versus Rice. We want to know if you can pick Superstar versus Superstar. So, starting off, we have an FCS matchup. South Dakota
1: versus Missouri State. Missouri State gets a good win. They've been pretty good this year. And then South Dakota kind of struggled, but they're still a good program hump. Starting it off, FCS, who are you going
0: with? Dalton, I like the Coyotes. Uh, they, they, they've played well. They beat Incarnate Word to open up the year. Um, what's funny is I, I at first I had South Dakota. Uh, just, just South Dakota on the pick'em, And I had to add their mascot name because I think people might've thought this was South Dakota state. Mm-hmm. I, 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 am not saying that it's a bad pick, but Missouri state is definitely the favorite in this one. Uh, so that's who I'm going with, uh, Missouri state. I think that they're a, they're probably a playoff team again this year. They beat central Arkansas. That's who we play this week. So give me the bears at home. Bobby Petrino is the, uh, is the head coach for really? Missouri state. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going Missouri State as well. Uh, man, it's just it's hard when you're playing a team like UCA and you can kind of watch the film of Missouri State and see how they play. They look really good, and they beat a good Central Arkansas team. So I'm going Missouri State. South Dakota could be an upset, but I guess you never know. The next matchup we have is UC Davis. That's the team we were kind of waiting on us to tell you against Weber State. UC Davis, a team we've been high on. They were really good in the spring. They're really good now. And Weber State coming off the big loss against James Madison. They want to bounce back. Hump.
0: Who you got. Now, Dalton, you're a little partial to UC Davis. Is that correct? My boy Hometown, kind of hometown Boy. Former hometown team for yourself, yeah. right? Okay, well, according to Walk on Radio, uh, UC Davis is the underdog here. But Ryan Humphreys disagrees. Ryan Humphreys thinks that UC Davis is gonna waltz into Weber and they're gonna smoke Weber. I really? think they're gonna smoke him. UC Davis had a big win earlier in the season over Tulsa. Like I said, I watched the entire JMU Weber game. I wasn't impressed at all. I feel good about UC Davis here. Um, I, I'm telling you, I feel good about this pick. I, I give me give me UC Davis in a close, not so close win.
1: Well, I hope this is one of the games that you said was gonna kind of switch everything up because I'm going UC Davis as well. Hometown boys, man, Weber. <sighs> that quarterback isn't really it for me. And I know James Madison is a great program, but UC Davis is a great program. They, they've they beaten a lot of teams badly, and uh, I'm sticking with UC Davis. They're my guys. I voted for them most of the time we've had pick them.
0: Is Weber on playoff miss-out alert if they lose this? I would say yeah. I Especially mean, because of how tough that conference is. Yeah. You've got Montana, Montana State, Eastern Washington, uh, UC Davis. And
1: this isn't the Missouri Valley where everyone's going to get in. So some people are going to get cut
0: out of that picture. You're probably looking at three four max big sky schools yeah
1: and if they lose this game Weber state might because <coughs> they lose this game uc davis is going to bump up and they're going to no have question. a good rest of the season so this is bad for weber state they're kind of in the red zone but give me uc davis in this win next up we have lsu at mississippi state mississippi state with mike leach lsu they they're not the team they once were but they're pretty good hump you got the tigers
0: or you got mississippi state this was one of the ones that i struggled on it's at mississippi state uh, they had a tough loss versus Memphis last week. I watched that game. But, you know, I'm going to have to agree with 71% of Walk on Radio Nation, and I'm going with the Tigers. I'm going with the Tigers here. They picked up a terrible loss against UCLA. Obviously, UCLA is not all that. They lose to Fresno State this last week. But, yeah, give me, give me the Tigers on the road. Uh, I don't feel super confident about this one. But I'm going to have to go with the purple and yellow. Yeah, I'm not
1: really confident with either pick. I'm going with LSU as well. Mississippi State, man, they're kind of wishy-washy to me. Sometimes they go out there and look really good. Sometimes they struggle. But they have beaten LSU before. Last year, it was a big deal. I know their quarterback threw for like, what, six or seven touchdowns, broke the record. So I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go. But I'm going with LSU. It's going to be it's gonna be a tough one. This, this one could mess up or make my pick. I'm really good this week. We'll have to see. Next up, we have Texas A&M versus... Here's the team we've been waiting for, Arkansas, in Cowboy Stadium, neutral site game. Arkansas, like I said, if this pick would have happened before the year, it's A&M easy, but all of a sudden Arkansas is a big deal. So, uh, Hump, is, is this going to shoot A&M up the rankings or is Arkansas going to come in the top ten?
0: Dalton, this is this is, this is is interesting because, obviously, Texas A&M, a top-ranked program, Arkansas up and coming, undefeated. Uh, only 50 per- 56% of the vote has picked the Texas a and Fighting Aggies. That, to me, tells me that they're on upset alert. They're on upset alert. Uh-oh. Dalton, Dalton, I don't know. I don't know the chant. I don't know. I don't know how it goes in Fayetteville. But I'm Woo Pig Suey this oh. week, baby. I am Woo Pig Suey. I'm Arkansas in Jerry World. Jerry World. Jerry Jones, Arkansas alum. Oh. I think the stars are aligning, Dalton. He's, got a,
1: he's got a family member in Arkansas, right?
0: Nephew. Uh, used to. I don't know that he plays there anymore. Oh, I don't know. Transit don't portal? Know. Uh, yeah, he's from Highland Park. Remember? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I'm taking Arkansas. I feel good about this. Texas A&M is out without their quarterback. They have an awesome defense, but I don't know. I don't think. Again, I am. I am on the side of A&M will not ever live up to the expectations that they were given. They're gonna have to drop some games outside of even Alabama. And this is this is a game to me that they could absolutely drop. And I'm excited about it. So yeah, give me uh give me the Razorbacks. Yeah, this is definitely a game that AM has to win. But if they lose it, it's classic
1: AM what they do. They drop these weird games. But it's not even weird anymore. Arkansas is a good team this year. I'm going with AM. I gotta stick with the boys. I picked them to be in the National Championship. This is a game they need to win, but it's gonna be really interesting. Their defense definitely has to step up and make a lot of stops because their quarterback's been struggling. But give the ball to Isaiah Spiller, throw the ball to Jalen Watermeyer. We're gonna be good. I'm excited for the Aggies. This is a key win they gotta have. It's a ranked matchup. It's gonna. I think it'll bump them up a little bit if they get the win. But if Arkansas wins this game, they'll move up a lot. I'm excited. It's a good game in Cowboy Stadium. But I'm going with the Aggies. Let's go, boys. Let's get that national championship. Next up, we have SMU at TCU. SMU is a team we vote a lot, but TCU is is near and dear to your heart. So, Hump, you sticking
0: with your heart, or are you going with your head here? Dalton, SMU, they, they went off of an unbelievable Hail Mary this last week against La Tech. It was awesome. I was watching live. Tanner Mordecai, that's a name to know. Tanner Mordecai is a Heisman Trophy sleeper. I think he's leading the country in touchdowns, leading the country in yards, something or other like that. But He's awesome. But, Dalton, i gotta, I got to stick with the Frogs. My sister graduated from there, me and Coach P., He's got my phone number. I've talked to him before. Cool dude. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be an G Carter. It's going to be rocking. A little crosstown rivalry. Uh, They have some type of... I think this is called the battle for the the iron skillet, I believe. Cool, cool trophy. Uh, But yeah, give me the Frogs. They've got some of the best uniforms in football. So for that... Go frogs. Maybe maybe
1: TCU needs a holder down the line, and uh, you can go in there for grad transfer and, and grad, hold a couple. Tra- yeah, that'd be great. I'm going TCU just because you know you're high on them, and you've talked a lot about their offense. Their offense looks really good. They have a really good running back. Their, their quarterback does his thing. And man, TCU or SMU, they're they're really good. But I think TCU is going to be too much for them in a packed stadium. Going with the Horn Frogs in in a tough matchup. Next up, we have a, a, the game of the week. And this is going to be a good one. This is a, the last college football game before we move to the NFL. And it's Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. Notre Dame, they got to have this win if they want to stay where they're at. Wisconsin kind of struggled this year, but they need to bounce back. So, Hump,
0: game of the week, who you got? Dalton, this one's tough. I struggle with this one. Uh, 59% of the vote goes one way, 41% goes the other. It's at a neutral side, it's at Soldier Field in Chicago, where the Bears play. <sighs> Dalton. Notre Dame has to start proving something. They, they gotta got to start proving something, okay? We get if you're the Irish, you have got to start winning some big games, okay? And it ain't gonna be this week. I'm going the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm picking. I'm picking the white and red. I feel good about it. Not a big Notre Dame guy. Uh, I, I just. I don't think that. I don't think they can run the table again. Actually, I know they won't run the table again because Wisconsin is going into Soldier Field this week and the Fighting Jonathan Taylors are taking down the Irish.
1: Well you can see my paper here and I I star the team I want to pick and I originally had Wisconsin. I had them starred, I had them ready to go, but something popped in my head. And it was last year when they played Clemson. And you know what I did? I picked the Fighting Irish. Picked the Irish. And they did their job. And I I don't like Notre Dame because they always go in the playoffs and mess everything up. But I'm sticking with Notre Dame. I'm sticking with my boys. I love the Irish. I love what they do, and uh, this is—I need to give them the juice, the sauce. So I'm giving them my luck, my glory—the luck of the Irish. Yes, Lord. perhaps they're going to go in there. Wisconsin, I love Wisconsin. They have fullbacks. They have 18 tight ends that are on the field at the same time. They're basically like Iowa, but a little bit more. But Notre Dame, I'm going to give you this one. I'm helping you out here in in the win, and they're going to they're going to stay where they're at. And finally, for our NFL, we got four NFL matchups. And these are all really tough ones. Starting it off... These are the tough. The Los Angeles Rams against another team we've been waiting to say, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh,
0: wow. This is a potential NFC Championship no game. No question. So, Hump, this is a tough one for you. Who are you going with? Dalton, 70% of the vote has gone to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. Um, I don't know. I think that that's... I think that they're probably favored. I'd have to look at the the line, like what Vegas is saying, but... Dalton, I, I spent too much time watching the Rams last week and watching that defense. And, I, and you know, Tampa Bay is not going to go undefeated. They're not going to go 17-0. So give me the Rams in this one. Give me the Rams at home at SoFi Stadium. I just I, – I, li- I love the way Matthew Stafford is playing. You finally put him on a team that is, is confident, not playing for the Detroit Lions. Uh, and everyone's, everyone's freaking out that he's doing so good. No crap, he's doing good. He's playing on a good team. Give me the Rams, Dalton. I hate their uniforms. My dad hates them. He says that they look like a like a semi-pro team. Uh, but give me the Rams. I uh, hope they beat the Bucks. I'm, I'm not a not a huge Bucks fan, especially how the Cowboys game ended in week one. But uh yeah, I'll go to Los Angeles. Um, this isn't good. Cause uh we're having a lot of the
1: same picks here. Cause I'm going with the Rams as well. Golly. Man,
0: I I thought I had a spicy week.
1: I gotta I gotta argue with the dad. I've been here. hanging out with you too much. I think so. But I gotta argue with your dad here. I think Well, Rams uniforms are really cool. It kind of embodies L.A., like the weird style and and the fashion and just the kind of highlights of L.A. Are they white or are they tan? Well, they say it's bone white, which I think is a cool – I mean, that's a cool name. But even the numbers kind of having that curve to it, it's just L.A. That sounds
0: uh, stupid to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going with the Rams. I think – Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback, and also their defense can do what they need to do. I think they can stop Tampa Bay. I am a little nervous about the Los Angeles offensive line against Tampa Bay's D-line. Is Matthew Stafford going to be able to run around, throw it around? He's been doing it for a while. So I'm excited. I think this might be the chance for the Rams-Green Bay NFC Championship game. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I like the Rams. I picked them last didn't, in my division. Did Cowboys-Rams before the season? I think so. And I picked them last in the division. I feel like an idiot, so I got to vote for them, <laughs> get the win, and uh, go Rams. Next up, Green Bay at San Francisco. Uh, both teams are really good. This is a bit. This is actually considered a rivalry. Uh, both teams have bad blood with each other. I've been to a San Francisco game against Green Bay. It was a whole lot of fun. That's cool. It was uh, the last season at Candlestick Park, so it was a big deal. But uh, two really good teams in the NFC. One's undefeated. One is 1-1. One and one. So, Hump. I'll, I'll let
0: you get this one first since it's your team.
1: Well, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers, of obviously, course. Uh, but this is going to be a tough matchup because our O-line was struggling, and Nick Bosa is a grown man, and he can uh, fly around. And with our defense kind of struggling, I'm worried. And I don't know, Jim, Jim McGraw below is a quarterback. But if they put those Trey Lance packages in, are we going to be able to handle it? I know they're putting Kevin King at slot, which, or slot to cover the slot. And he's not very good right now. He's been struggling at corner. So I'm worried how he's going to do, especially in a Kyle Shanahan offense. They're going to make it do a lot of weird things. I know Shanahan and Lafleur are similar. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I'm going Green Bay, of course. But if San Francisco wins, I wouldn't be surprised. But Give me Green Bay, of course. Hump.
0: Who you got? Dalton, straight up here. I I don't know who either team are. I don't know who their identity is. Um, So I went with the home team here. If if Green Bay would have been home, I would have taken them at Lambeau. But I'm taking the Niners at home. Uh, We'll see what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. They, They, you know, the last time we saw this matchup was the NFC Championship a couple years ago. Did not go the Packers' way. Uh, So if San Francisco can can figure out how to play a full game healthy, uh, which they just obviously cannot do, we saw last week with their running back woes, but they've got the number one receiver in the NFL right now in terms of yardage, and that's Debo Samuel. I think Green Bay is going to struggle with that. I think Green Bay is going to struggle trying to contain George Kittle. And I think Green Bay is going to struggle if Trey Lance has some packages and he's running around. So give me the Niners in this one. I expect it to be a Sunday night football thriller. Next
1: up, we have the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. New Orleans started off really good against Green Bay, struggled the next week. New England's been kind of good, kind of mid tier. Mac Jones is doing his thing, but Hump, who you got? You going with Jameis Winston? Are you sticking with the rookie,
0: Dalton? Uh, this one, this is the battle of the news. Uh, New Orleans, New England. Um, again, I like the home team here. I think that Bill Belichick is going to give Jameis Jameis Winston, excuse me. Just too much to handle. Uh, Jameis Winston looked terrible last week. He looked awesome in week one. I think that's who he is, though. I think he's just kind of a you know sporadic, I'm going to do this this week, do that another. Uh, but, yeah, give me New England. Give me their defense. Give me the rookie Mac Jones. Uh, I don't really feel good about either team in, in the long run. I don't know that these are playoff teams, but they're certainly going to be in the hunt. So for now, give me the Patriots. Yeah,
1: I'm going to the Patriots as well. Jameis Winston just looked awful, and Alvin Kamara, five yards. I think he's going to have a lot better game than he did, but that's just terrible performance by New Orleans. they got to step it up, and uh, this is a chance to do it. But going to go the safe pick here and go with New England. The last matchup we have is Seattle at Minnesota. This is going to be a fun one. Minnesota is a good team. They haven't got a win yet. Seattle, Russell Wilson still in MVP form for the few couple weeks until he gives it up. This is, uh, it's looking at the board here, it's looking like a lot of people have the same picks. Hump, are you that one red, or are you sticking with a safe one?
0: Dalton, so uh, we've had 94% of the vote go the way of Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, which means that two votes, 5%, are going the way of Skull Nation, okay? This is Minnesota's first home game. Oh, it's going to be packed. Had a tough loss in week one. Oh, no. Had a tougher loss in week two. Don't do it. Dalton. Don't do it. I said I went spicy today. You're not the two. Give me Kirk Cousins. Give me Justin Jefferson. Give me Dalvin Cook. Skull Nation. Vikings get a win over Russell Wilson to put them at one and two in a very, very close game. But give me the Vikings. I I don't know how this is gonna go. This could definitely make or break my pick them. But if I get it right, obviously thirty seven of you are idiots. Uh, yeah, this is that's my spicy that's my spicy pick of the week. That's a good pick,
1: man. Minnesota, especially at home, <laughs> their crowds pack the house. I love their skull chant. It's really cool when they blow the horn. But man, Seattle, they're coming off of a loss and they're gonna be fired up to play. Russell Wilson is still in his form, doing what he's doing i'm going with seattle here but man i I like the minnesota pick it's risky but it could pay off dalvin cook at any time can go crazy but uh, i'm going with seattle i think it's a safe pick here but like i said it could be anybody i'm excited for this game in a packed stadium but seattle is my pick hopefully i'm right i need to catch up a little bit we'll have to see about that so hump episode 51 big game for us big game for fcs big game for fbs Big games for NFL. So much
0: football. So much chaos. We love it. Any last words before we end this episode? Another great episode, Dawn. I'm excited for Bearcat football this weekend on the Stripes in Conway, Arkansas. If you can't come to the game, ESPN Plus, 4 o'clock Saturday. Or uh, catch Rob Hip. He's going to be at the game. K-Sam. We're excited about it. It's football. It's football. It's football. It's football. And we'll see you next week. So, of course, follow us
1: on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, or Believe if you want to. iHeartRadio,
0: literally anywhere you can listen to a podcast. And
1: like I said, this episode is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. But we will see you all next time.